At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Number two, VEASAN's primetime action from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could stick around uh, with us tonight. Uh, as there's a whole bunch of baseball going on, some with implications, some with nary an implication. What do you got, Kelly? Orioles tightening things up. No, not at all. 13-2, to two, top of the fifth. Rays and Phillies all tied at one, <laughs> top of the seventh. If you want to hop in live there, Rays minus 125, Phillies minus 105, and six and a half is your total. Pirates dominating the Diamondbacks four to nothing, bottom of the sixth. Ten to one on the Diamondbacks, Gil. Can I get you involved? No. They're six and 40 on the road since April. What, what would you need to get involved in that right now? A hundred to one? I mean, because <laughs> does it involve me watching it? No, no. Yeah, see, that's the problem. It's like no, you got an hour left of the show to do, so not really. No, I didn't know. Okay. No. White Sox five, Blue Jays nothing. Top of the seventh. There, the Blue Jays eight to one live. Nine and a half is the total. Rangers up on the Indians four to two. Bottom of the sixth. Rangers minus three eighty live. Indians plus two ninety. And nine and a half is the total. Nationals up on the Marlins five to nothing. Top of the six. Nationals minus five hundred. Marlins plus three seventy five. Eight and a half the total. Giants up on the Mets seven nothing. Juggernaut. Six. Juggernaut. Man, wild. Uh, Mets sixteen to one live. If you're feeling frisky, eleven and a half is the uh, live total. Red Sox. Red Sox up on the Twins four to three. Top of the fifth. 
Twins must be threatening. They are minus 140 live. Red Sox plus 110 and 10.5 the total. The Yankees have taken the lead over the Braves. 4-2 to two now in the bottom of the fifth. The Braves minus 170 live. Yankees plus 140 and 9.5 is the live total. Tigers lead the Cardinals 4 to nothing, top of the fourth. And the Astros up on the Royals 3 to nothing, top of the third. Yank- I'm going to assume the Yankees are definitely favored up 4-2. to two. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They are trying to win their 11th in a row tonight, the Yankees, who are currently four behind the Rays, who have been, you know, hanging tough. Was that new kids on the block? Uh, Yankees <laughs> are four back uh, of the Rays. Number one wild card position, though, with a two-and-a-half game lead over number two. And uh, really beyond that, a really, really big advantage over the teams on the outside looking in. So the Yankees feel actually it's the A's who are uh, the closest still. So it's uh, not a huge advantage. But, yeah, it is actually four games uh, clear of anybody who's on the outside looking in. So if you're the Yankees, man, what has changed here in such short time? So they're feeling good about themselves and maybe on their way to their 11th straight. Did I screw up live odds? Matt, is that what you said? That Yankees minus 290 live. There you go. Yeah, okay, that's a little bit. That's okay. a little bit better. What did you say? I don't know. I, I, plus 140. I was uh, like, that can't be the case. <laughs> well, that, that would be a bet. That would be a bet to rush and make right quick. Yeah. Um, I would have done it. I'd have done it, Gil. What about that thing I said earlier? Just so you know. <laughs> I know you. I, I think <laughs> I would have, too. Mariners 13-1 to 1 and make the playoffs. Would you do it? I think I would. Two and a half out. 13-1. to 1. They Unless, hit, man. They just hit. Baseball is such a funny game, too, man. It's like it just, it's amazing over 162 games. They're not quite there, obviously, but they're more than three quarters of the way there. Past the quarter pole, horse racing fans. Um, I would love to see a team like that sneak in. Love it. 13 to 1, I think that's worth a few bucks. Yeah. I asked a sporer that yesterday. He's like, no. But I was like, I don't know, man. 13 to 1. Like, we're get, the runway's getting short enough now where you almost have to take a flyer on it because the randomness just increases over the small sample size. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Blue Jays, by the way. So talk about, you know, teams that are. Are are somewhat disappointing and some and teams that are that are you know good surprises. Disappointing. Minnesota is the most disappointing team in baseball this year. Padres, based on most conventional wisdom, the second most disappointing. I would say the Phillies, with their easy schedule, might be the third most disappointing, based on just the fact of the talent they have vis-a-vis the other teams in their division and the fact that they just can't do anything right for any long period of time. Really? I feel like that was a team I didn't really hear anybody talking about beginning Are of the season. You, no, forget the beginning of the season. I'm talking about like a month ago. Oh, you're talking everybody. You're talking, talking compared about to a month ago. Got it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Phil, the Phillies were like, oh, they are going to run away with the East. They, I mean, they've got the schedule. They, and the Braves are smoking them. Right. Braves had a nine-game losing streak before the Yankees broke it yesterday. But are the Mariners, besides the Giants, for, for some who have like exceeded all expectations, are the Mariners the next most I think the Mariners even above the Giants because the Mariners were supposed to be one of the like three or four worst, worst. teams in all of yeah. in all of the league. So Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Billen, Vincent's prime time action. I think you're right. Like they were supposed to be like a, a legit bottom feeder, like one of the one of the absolute worst teams out there. So I mean, at least the Giants. Yes, the the Giants where they are certainly are in the conversation, but they were not they were not supposed to be gutter trash. As to where, as to where the, the Mariners were supposed to be just a complete dumpster fire. Gutter, Gutter trash. trash. Uh, this is a tweet. Let me read a tweet. Uh, thanks for all the tweets that uh, you sent to any of our Twitter handles. But I got this one from Sean underscore Gaff. 
can you put all the season previews in a podcast? He's talking about our 32 teams and 32 shows. And what did we decide? We decided Absolutely. To- we, it's something we've already talked about. They are too good to waste. We we're going like, to put them by division, probably put them up on YouTube for uh, everybody to uh, take part in. Yes, not your standard podcast because 32 teams would be way too long for a podcast episode, but division by division on YouTube. Yep. You could audio them by division. Come on. Kelly, as you said off air, I think this. you and I specifically have been awesome on these. I, me too. I mean, 20, yeah. 28 down, Gil. Just four more to go, okay? <sighs> maybe we should let Matt do one. No, we tonight. should maybe let him have a little bit yeah. more air time. All I don't right. know. Maybe we'll do that. Tonight, <laughs> right. starting with our next one in the NFC North. 32 teams, 32 shows. Hit it. That gets you more time to talk. That's true. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Get down to the fairgrounds. <laughs> it's always a fairgrounds. It's always, always. a fairgrounds. <laughs> Not really sure I grew up near a fairgrounds. You'll have to explain to me what those are. 32 teams and 32 shows tonight. We go to the NFC North, our final division, and the Chicago Bears. Uh, finished 8-8, eight and eight, second in the NFC North last year. It's the end of the Mitch Trubisky era, Matt, I believe. It is. That's what they call it. They made it to the playoffs for the second time in the past three seasons. They lost to the Saints in the wildcard round, 21-9. and nine. Since 1970, uh, that's the merger. The Bears are the third team ever to lose six straight games in a season and still make it to the playoffs. You remember the 1970 Bengals and the 2014 Panthers did it as well. Nick Foles started seven games at quarterback. Mitch Trubisky started nine games at quarterback for the Bears last year. Of course, neither are there at this point. Uh, The offense scored the 10th fewest points, 372, had the seventh fewest total yards, the fifth fewest rushing touchdowns, 12, and the second worst third down conversion rate at 34.6%. That's where they stand headed into this year. And by the way, Nick Foles still with the Bears. Didn't mean to say that he wasn't, but he's not in the mix. Might as well be gone. Uh, Matt Nagy's fourth season here. Uh, Bill Lazor, offensive coordinator. It's his second season. Chuck Pagano retired as a defensive coordinator. So um, Sean Desai steps in as his first season as defensive coordinator here. I mean, if we remember, we talked about this team finishing 8-8. Eight and eight. This team started 5-1. and one. And, Gil, we had this conversation multiple times oh, on the yes, show of who is the worst team that is good right now. I and believe, it was like I the Bears I, every time. We I believe like, I used the phrase paper tiger. Yes, I mean, like yes. a million times you're like 5-1 and one does not matter. This team is not any good. And, of course, they start 5-1 and one and then end up – Eight and eight. Now, look, they went crazy in free agency, as they probably should have. Andy Dalton in at quarterback. Jeremiah Tachu in at linebacker, edge rusher. The Angelo Blackson at defensive end. Safety to Sean Gibson. Defensive end, Brent Urban. Wide receiver, Marquise Goodwin. They brought in Demir Bird, if you remember him, who was over in New England at wide receiver. Christian Jones at linebacker. Jesse James tied in out of... Uh, for the for the Pittsburgh last that we saw him, Elijah Wilkinson, offensive guard, Damian Williams at running back, Desmond Trufant at cornerback. So I mean, they they really did go out and sign a whole bunch of players, including franchise chat, tagging uh, Allen Robinson. Now draft pick side of things, they didn't have a ton of draft picks. They had a first round pick, and of course we know they traded up and get. Justin Fields, offensive tackle, Tevin. I mean, they, they get Justin Fields. They uh, traded up in the second round to get offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins, a guy that looks like he's going to have to step right in and start from the get-go for this team. Uh, they also signed just very, very recently uh, Jason Peters as well, who's going to look like he's going to step in and play on the offensive line as well. They took an offensive lineman, Larry Borum, in the fifth round, who may or may not 
see some time at all. ESPN has his team as the 23rd ranked roster entering the season. And the reason maybe because some of that is, again, a lot of this turnover that we're talking about and, you know, a lot of when there's no cohesion, sometimes these rosters take a little while to, to get going. Football Outsiders last year, this was the 25th ranked offense in the NFL. That said, they were the eighth ranked defense in the NFL DVOA, and that is with playing one of the tougher schedules from an offensive standpoint, like against offensive high-firepower high teams. They were still eighth in defense DVOA. Now, mean projection for this team, according to Football Outsiders, 7.3 wins. So they do not, they're not very high on this Bears team. Playoff contender, 25.6% of the time. Of course, that's their 9 to 11 win range that they talk about winning the Super Bowl, 0.9% of the time they have the sixth toughest schedule in the nfl as we enter 2021 sharp football has them projected at 7.5 wins so 7.3 from football outsider 7.5 from sharp football and we get to pro football focus at 7.6 wins so kind of right on the number that we see here for this bears team and again gil we talk about playing the the alts and i think with this bears team you really just have to go with how you feel this team is going to to play out because I think you either are playing an alt over or an alt under, and I don't think you're playing this seven and a half. If you think Justin Fields takes over in week four and he really just you know ignites this team and they go on some sort of run or something, you're probably playing more of an alt over for this team because they're going to have to still they're going to have to have some upsets in order to to get there. And then if you think that this team sticks with Andy Dalton too long, if you think that they don't go to Justin Fields in week four like we kind of think that they will, and Matt Nagy ends up running himself out of a job, maybe you're looking at an alt-under on this team. I mean, the offensive line is going to be terrible. We saw Andy Dalton, you know, getting battered all over the place when he was in the other night. Uh, 28th graded head into the season. Both tackles from last year are gone. It made them go out and sign a 39-year-old Jason Peters to come in and play left tackle. Um, you know, signed him off the street here on the right side. It appears it's going to be Elijah Wilkinson who has to move for like the second move for the third time in two seasons. They've got James Daniels and Cody Whitehair who have been decent, but they're not good. So this offensive line could could be a pretty serious problem for this team and again yet another reason why we keep saying and everyone's screaming play Justin Fields play Justin Fields why are you not playing Justin Fields and we keep pointing to the schedule look at the schedule you play the Rams on the road in week one you play the Browns on the road in week three two of the better defenses and two of the better defensive lines in all of the NFL. You don't want to stick your rookie out there. One, not only because the defenses are good, but two, because his offensive line is going to be bad. And so you don't want to get him beat up all over the place in the first three weeks. And so wait until week four. And that's what we think is going to happen with Justin Fields. The defensive line, should be good. Sixth heading into 2021 overall in the NFL corner pro football focus. We know Khalil Mack is an absolute beast. One of the most dominant defenders in the entire NFL. He is actually the most valuable edge rusher in the league, according to pro football focuses war and has been for the last three seasons to just let you know how good did he's catch, been. Did you catch that story about the Raiders reaching out in the off season yeah. about a trade? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Trying to get him back or something. That's a very Raiders. Sorry to jump. Very Raiders thing. Um, so you put Khalil Mack in there with Akeem Hicks. Uh, Eddie Goldman, who opted out last year, is going to be back for them. So defensive line overall should be really, really good. And listen, only three teams blitzed less than this Bears team did last season, which lets you know that the defensive line was actually getting it done pretty, pretty well. Um, that said, 
I imagine they'll have to blitz a little bit more because you're going to want to increase that that pass rush win rate, which was in the bottom half of the league, actually, for this team. So I imagine we're going to see at least a little bit more blitzing on behalf of the Bears this year. The secondary could be where this team really gets tested. So Kyle Fuller's gone. Kyle Fuller, one of the very best cornerbacks in all of the league. And so they replaced him with Desmond Trufant, a guy on the wrong side of 30. And whenever you look at a guy at the cornerback position on the other side of 30, this is when we all start, always start to look and say, okay, cornerbacks fall off a cliff kind of like running backs do. It's, it's just one of those things we see that these guys are good, 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 and then all of a sudden they're not good anymore. So huge shoes for Desmond Trufant to fill in Kyle Fuller, and we'll see if he can actually do that. Jalen Johnson was a rookie last year and actually had a pretty promising season. He actually ranked third in the NFL and forced incompletion rate amongst corners who saw at least 50 attempts come their way. So that's obviously super promising. The only problem is, is being a rookie, you probably have rookie mistakes, and he also allowed 14 yards per reception in his coverage as well. Oh. So broke up a bunch of passes, but when he didn't break them up, he gave up <laughs> huge, huge yardage. So as a rookie, you expect stuff like that. You think that maybe here in year two, he takes a pretty big step and, and can, you know, on the other side of Desmond Trufant, maybe this cornerback tandem can be a little bit better than people think. Eddie Jackson, Sean Gibson at the safety positions. They're just average. They're not bad. They're not really good. They're just going to be average. And so this secondary might be a place that this, that this team really does get tested. And so if they play above expectation, maybe this defense is really good. Yet again, if they play below expectation and they don't get him any, any, as, as much pass rush from the defensive line, maybe this team could be in for a whole heap of trouble. But really, we go to the offensive side of the ball, and it's like, okay, look, even if this defense is good, are they going to be able to move the ball? Are they going to be able to score? And that's the thing here that we keep talking about. We don't expect them to have very good outings against the Rams and the Browns, and that's two of the first three games of the season. But from there, it does lighten up a little bit. It does get a little bit better. And we're thinking that there'll be a quarterback change. So maybe it's not the end of the world. Now, Matt Nagy, who is supposedly this guy that he was you know, supposedly known for being an offensive guru and all this stuff. The Bears have ranked 20th, 25th, and 25th in his three seasons in offensive efficiency. That is not good. We need to – if you're a Bears guy, you're going to need this to, to increase as well. And so, again, maybe that has to do with the quarterback position. Maybe it has to do with a little bit of scheme change. The one thing that has been super consistent with this team has been Allen Robinson. They go out, they franchise tag him. He's going to get hugely paid in the offense season. He has 2,397 receiving yards over the last two seasons. That is only behind Steph Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins. And so whenever you look, and when, you, when you look, he's at sitting at 1,090 and a half right now receiving yards as his receiving prop, right? Well, if you go over the last two seasons, if you average that out, of course, he's over that. One, we have an extra game this year as well. And two, we do expect there to be better offense production, offensive production whenever they go to Justin Fields. So, um, you know, 1,090 and a half, I understand you're still betting on a receiver to go over 1,000 yards, but it's if I were to have to play one way or the over on Allen Robinson, um, especially whenever you're looking at kind of the other options there, which isn't a ton, and Justin Fields, if he's going to be the playmaker that we all believe and the schedule kind of lightens up and stuff towards the, the middle and then again at the end, I, I think a, a nice little overplay on the 1090 and a half on Allen Robinson. I can't imagine outside of injury him not having the same production that he's had over the last couple of seasons with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback, right? Or Nick yeah. Foles at quarterback. And this team couldn't do anything on the offensive side of the ball, but he was the one consistent that could 
could actually continue to produce here. So I Matt, do kind of like I that. T- I got to tell you, it, it's it's not a good sign usually when DraftKings only has like two of your offensive players listed on their player totals. But yeah, <laughs> Allen Robinson was one of them. David Montgomery, you're the only other one. Yeah, and so when you when you look at at that, I think Allen Robinson is a pretty decent again over bet, and we have to just kind of consider injuries, right? And we know that there's a chance he could get injured. It is what it is. The, if you're going to bet these overs, that's just what we're dealing with. But again, I. I I think that the yardage, I don't know about the touchdowns because I don't know how many, how much this team's going to be scoring. And again, one of the things is when we look at these yardage totals for these premier receivers as well, if you do think this team is going to be poor, well, that actually works in your favor, right? Because then they're not running the ball near as much. They're throwing all the time. If they're throwing from behind, defenses are typically playing softer coverage and you're getting a bunch of free yardage and you're getting a bunch of free stuff for Allen Robinson as well. That doesn't necessarily mean touchdowns. That doesn't necessarily equal touchdowns, but it certainly equals yardage. And so... Matt, to that point, real yeah. quick, I as we've been doing all these, all these, the thirty-two teams, thirty-two shows, putting together these player totals. I've never seen one side of a of a player total juice that high at DraftKings. I think usually they move the number then. Mm-hmm. So to to your point, I I I, I kind of get a feeling DraftKings doesn't want to move that to seven because they're going to feel a lot of under money maybe on the on the touchdowns. Yeah. I think that would make sense with what you're saying. But uh, all in all, it's, you know, look, all in all with this Bears team, it's going to come down to can the secondary kind of go a little bit better than it looks like on paper? Are they going to overperform just a little bit? Can that defensive line continue to play as strong? They're all a year older. We know how the NFL works. It's very tough on people's bodies. So will Khalil Mack still be Khalil Mack? Will all these other guys be these, these really good ancillary pieces for this team? And when Justin Fields eventually takes over, we know it's not a if, it's a when. When Justin Fields eventually takes over, is he going to play more like Justin Herbert last year or a Joe Burrow last year? Or is he going to be more like one of the typical rookie type quarterbacks that we've seen over the last several years? You know, I mean, we we continue to bring this up because I think, you know, we're all prisoner. We, Gil always says prisoner of the moment and recency bias really seeps in. And I think we think so much of these rookie quarterbacks because we saw so much of these rookie quarterbacks last year and yes. how awesome they were. And like, I don't think we should just expect these guys to be able to step in 100%. and do what we saw Burrow and Herbert do last year because that just doesn't normally happen with these rookies. Let me, uh, you know, for all these 32 teams at 32 shows, um, I try to come up, I try to sort of, the, what's the bet, the best mm-hmm. bet that comes to me? Sometimes it's a season win total. Sometimes it's an alternate season win total, like the, the under on the Jaguars alternate season win. Sometimes it's a future, like the Rams NFC. Sometimes it's a player prop. Najee Harris, we're talking about over seven and a half rushing touchdowns. You know what? conjures up for me with the Bears? Is there a first coach to be fired prop somewhere? I hate to go negative on right. this, but if you look at the Bears schedule, and we've we've been fixated on the fact that Justin Fields ought to start week four against the Lions, but look at that first stretch because we sort of stopped there with our eyes with that Lions and Raiders game, but those two games are bookended by a ridiculous schedule. It's not just the games before that. It's also the games after that. So Justin Fields or not, there is a scenario here where the Bears are god-awful. And I yeah. mean, there's a there's like an zero and seven scenario in there. Yeah, because we're we're talking, you know, we're talking Rams and Browns in two of the first three weeks. We talked mm-hmm. about that that soft landing spot at four. What if the Raiders aren't as What if the Raiders are better than we think? Right. right? It goes Raiders, but then it's Packers, Bucks, Niners, three straight exactly weeks. Right there. Exactly my point. And so again, second half of the season does lighten up just a little bit for this team, but. It could be it could be bad by the bye week, and like you said, he 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 definitely could be the first coach gone. That said, I will still bet rookie of the year on Justin Fields either after week one, depending on how things go, or you know, again, like I said, heading into week four. I like it. 
Chicago Bears, 32 teams and 32 shows. We continue with the NFC North tomorrow. I don't know which one Kelly will uh, produce from the NFC North, but he'll randomize it and we'll come up with something. Uh, we've got other stuff to talk about, including an update on these baseball scores. Here come the O's, 13-5, to bottom of the fifth. Just trying to make it exciting. It's next on Visa's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visa's primetime action for the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, still want to look at some NFC West. Excuse me, not NFC West. My goodness, the crossed wires. NL West odds a little later on. And head-to-head matchups in the NFL. Uh, head-to-head passing yards from quarterback to quarterback and head-to-head receiving yards. We will look at those. But first, baseball update and live lines from Kelly. 
Yeah, that Angels game now 13-5. to Angels over the Orioles, top of the sixth inning. Rays and Phillies st- uh, still tied up at one. That came into the top of the eighth now. Uh, the Pirates, with that 4-0 lead still over the Diamondbacks, top of the eighth in that game. The White Sox out to a 5-1 lead over the Blue Jays. That game in the top of the eighth. If you wanted to get in live, you can get 16-1 on the Blue Jays, 7.5 the total. Uh, the Rangers lead the Indians 4-3, to three, bottom of the seventh. The Indians minus 130 live, though. Rangers even money and 10.5 the total. Nationals up on the Marlins 5 to nothing, bottom of the seventh. Marlins 12-1 to one live, 8.5 the total. Uh, man, a lot of blowouts tonight. Giants up on the Mets 7 to nothing still, top of the seventh. The Red Sox extend their lead over the Twins to 9-3 to three in the bottom of the fifth. Red Sox minus 550 live twins plus 400 and 12 and a half the total. Red Eight. Sox are minus 35,000 live. Okay. All right. The Angels are minus 85,000 live. <laughs> right. I didn't have a money line for that one at least, but yes, yeah. that money line I'm looking at is off then on the Red Sox. Yankees up on the Braves 4 to 3 bottom of the 6th. Uh the Tigers up 4 to nothing on the Cardinals bottom of the 5th. And the Astros up four to nothing on the Royals, top of the fourth. Permission to speak freely, gentlemen. Permission to speak Absolutely. freely. Absolutely granted. Thank you. Uh, a couple things here because I think these are both like broad betting things. One, um, what's like the best heater you've ever been on in any sport? Do you did you track such things? I guess I can't. Re- I mean, you just know it if it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had whatever. What, yeah. what was it? Nine outrights in like 13 or whatever, 14 weeks or whatever. Yeah, that's disgusting. That, I mean, that's, I, I that remember like disgusting. I, I was four in seven weeks at yeah. the beginning of the yeah. year and that felt sick. Yeah. So you're talking golf now. Yeah. Right? Nine and 13 is even sicker. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had a nice NBA streak last regular season. Um, that was before, before the pandemic. That was like 30, it was like 35 and one or something like that. 30. Jeez. Wait, what did you have before the pandemic? Like an NBA regular season streak was like 30 wins, five losses, one push. Oh my that sort of God, thing, yeah. that is ridiculous. Was, that was pretty sick. And so the reason this comes up is I'm on a I'm on a sick tennis heater, where I'm either 14, pardon me, either 13 one and one or 13 two and one. Uh, I believe that's it, or 14 one and one or 14 two and one. Yes, 14 one and one or 14 two and one, uh, depending on how that Jen Brady match was graded for you, depending on the book. And it's a it's a two pronged thing. One. It's when these things go your way so just over the top, the the instinct needs to be to just be super humble about it. Don't chirp about it. Um, these things will change. It's just betting. Like that's the first sort of sort of thing you have to bring up. And we don't. We've talked about tons of betting things on this show over time. I don't think we've ever talked about this in particular. But the it's other, an emotional roller coaster. It, oh, it's totally like you, you're just like because people then expect you to go twenty eight and one, right? It's, right. <laughs> that's not going to happen. And then, and then right? even like for the briefest second, the yes. thought enters your mind of like I'm unbeatable, right? Yeah. Now. Like I am running pure. <laughs> no, that's right. I am There's, absolutely well, unbeatable. Well, because on this streak, the one loss, right? Uh, Jesse Pagula was up four to one in the first set and five love in the second. So that. Very well might not have been one. And then the Jen Brady thing, as we mentioned, we were up a set, and then she withdrew. So you literally could be 16-0, 15-0, whatever it is exactly. So that's the one thing, the, the, to fight the urge to think that, Kelly, right? That's the other thing. The other thing is, 
It's in a sport, and this is where I really wanted to go with it. It's in a sport that very few Americans care about by comparison. So there is this weird thing that happens. Like golf with you guys, at least golf has ascended to some sort. It's obviously not football, right? But there's a bunch of folks who now are into golf. Well, And there's a much bigger American audience for it, yes. right? I mean, the bulk of the play is played in the United States. It, it is a fascinating thing to have to deal with every day where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing a segment of a numbers game every day on tennis, but I know I can't on a regular basis go further than that because then it's like, hey, do you want money or do you want listeners? What do you guys want? <laughs> and it's a, it's, a, it's a fascinating struggle to have. So I don't know if you've, you experienced that in the early days of MMA at all. Yeah, well, yeah, but then it was, MMA was like just a rocket ship, like overnight. Yes. Like it just went like, it was like here, here, and then just just everywhere you turn. I got news for you. That's not happening with tennis. No. (laughs) No. There is no explosion coming if that's happening yet. Anyway, just, uh, you know, open thoughts here on uh, VEASAN's primetime action. Let's look at those NL West odds next. Los Gigantes, invincible primetime action. Now that the NFL preseason is kicked off and it's in full swing, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the Visa Pro Football Betting Guide. Guide is only $19.99 and available now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for Visa All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at Visa.com slash subscribe. It is a wonder that we are able to execute a show each and every night here with Jamar the shenanigans. Chase back there. <laughs> with the shenanigans that take place in here. Jamar Chase behind the glass. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, Matt does this almost every night. Yes. If I had to enter a competition of catching empty water bottles, you should let lay everything you have on me catching like zero. It's yeah. incredible. That late wind really troubles you. Uh, you know, I, w- I was trying to pay attention to you in the show, yeah. and then You're I tracking ca- it until it gets right there, and then you just you just lose <laughs> you all control of, of your of your hands and your arms and your functions and everything. Like it's like I'm like, oh, he's got this one finally. And he's like, oh, you can't do anything. They're one of are too light and flimsy. If you don't catch it like dead on right away, they bounce all over. Man. We should get a camera. I don't right even know where that one landed. Like it's somewhere by have a have a perma cam on Kelly the whole time. Uh Let's look at some NL. Well, first of all, before we look at the NL West, we do have some games or at least one game coming up later. What is that? Yes, we have one game with the 10-10 Eastern, 7-10 Pacific start. That is your Dodgers and Padres, uh, Julio Urias and Pierce Johnson. I do not know what a Pierce Johnson is for the Padres, but he is only a plus 120 underdog here for this one. Uh, The Dodgers minus 140 favorites in this one. So, um Interesting that, uh, you know, typically we see this Dodger team and it doesn't matter who is on the hill. Um, Gil, do you think this is more of a perception line here than it is like whatever? Because we typically see this Dodgers team really close to, if not north of $2 pretty much every single night. I thought maybe there was something wonky with the lineup, but I'm looking. It's Turner, Muncie, Turner, Smith, Seeger, Taylor, Pollock, Bellinger. So, I mean, it's... Your explanation is the only one. I'm not really sure I understand this line being so muted. Here's what I keep thinking about this. Do you remember the series earlier this baseball season when the Dodgers played the Padres 
And it was, Kelly's like, no, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> and it was like this, it was this playoff atmosphere. You don't remember this? When they, when they, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Said every game, like people were hanging on every pitch. It was like the weirdest early baseball season. They were like, this is great. This is playoff atmosphere in like May or whatever it was. Padres, Dodgers, and now look at this. Meh. The Dodgers on uh, the Padres on the outside looking in with the hardest remaining schedule in all of baseball. The these odds, I just had to put the Padres on this graphic for the end Look of the odds. These odds have multiplied like crazy over the past two weeks. I mean, this was this was like ten to one, like oh, two weeks ago. It felt like four hundred to one now. Well, they're thirteen games out of the NL West <laughs> lead, with you know just like less than three times that amount of games left. So for them to win this division, by the way, they're behind two teams, not just one. It would be a nothing short of a miracle at this point, especially with the opponent winning percentage strength of schedule five seventy. Yeah, yeah. I also, I keep going back to we've talked about this many times, but this Giants Dodgers numbers basically keep remaining the same thing. And oh, you know what's interesting? When I first glanced at this, did you guys just make a switch on this? When I first glanced at this, I saw, I saw in my mind's eye Giants minus two hundred. But you're telling me it's the Dodgers who are minus two hundred. Yes. The Giants are back to plus one forty. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I was just going to ask With a two-and-a-half game lead over the Dodgers. Like, this season is short, it's getting shorter and shorter and shorter. We brought this up, what, a month ago, six weeks ago, of asking the question at least, like, do you just have to bet the Giants out of principle? As, I mean, does that change for you guys at all? I feel like, Gil, that's something you kind of more heavily considered in the past. Matt, not really. But. Well, we talked about it at 17-1. to We talked about it at 13-1, to Giants winning the division. So it's the old thing. It's like, okay, well, we, we had all those numbers, 7 plus 750, 7-1, all the way down. And now it's it actually was was a little lower than plus 140. Now it's back to plus 140 because the Dodgers have made up incrementally, right? Because the Dodgers have been on fire. But they're two and a half back. Giants look for all intents and purposes like they're going to win tonight. By the way, the Giants win tonight clinches a non-losing season for them. It's their 81st win if they win tonight. So with almost a quarter of the season left, that's where the Giants are. Would I bet the Giants at plus 140 now if I were just landing on this? I mean, how many different ways can this team win night after night after night? Is that a big home run in this uh, in this Yankees Braves game? It was four to three Yankees. The Yankees just extended yes, it, it was. five to three as the Yankees try to win their eleventh in a row. Um, I'm listen, assuming that's Odor because because we can't recognize because it's, it's got to be Odor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming. I shave yes, my beard. Four hundred and thirteen feet. He, seriously, it, without his without his facial hair. He might as well be a dude on the street for all we know. Like, he doesn't look a thing like he used to with his facial hair. Uh, five to three Yankees uh, in this one. Um, I don't – listen, there's still a long way to go for the Giants. Their schedule isn't particularly difficult. They do have a series against each other coming up. Um, Giants took five of seven from the Dodgers earlier uh, post-All-Star break. Plus 140, not the sexiest number in the world, but I would not be surprised one bit if the Giants get home and win this division. The question, really, the more interesting question was, the Dodgers bag being back to minus 200 to me is not bettable anymore. When it had gotten down to about minus 145, I would have played it. But okay. now I don't want any part of it anymore. Yeah, and I don't know how you could bet that now. No. Right? It'd be Giants or pass. So I'm looking into this, and so, yes, Yuri's is coming off of a, a little, a brief little IL stint. You're talking about the game tonight. Yeah. Yeah. A brief little IL stint, but he's 
26.4% K rate on the season, 3-6 Sierra, like perfectly finals up. And this the Padres is a bullpen game tonight. And they're only and, and they're it's only minus one one four. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know what I'm I don't know what I'm missing here. I don't either. It's a bullpen game for the Padres tonight. Yeah. Um it's it's interesting. But I think you're right. It's like a, there there's a certain amount of uh I don't know, Padres, Dodgers, rival. Like, what is that? What is that miss? What, what is going on in this game, in this line? Because yeah. you're right. The Dodgers every night yeah. are $2 or greater yeah. or flirting with $2. They're rarely minus 142. And you're right. There's no lineup situation. It's not like they don't have one of their good starting pitchers. It's not like the Padres don't have a bullpen game. What are we missing? Somebody tweet us. We yes. What are we missing? missing? Yes, yes. I tweet can, us. Tell us what we're missing. Us what are we missing here? I can get this as cheap as minus 138 in town. For the Dodgers. Interesting. Something happened while we were on the air? <laughs> What's going on? Google Dodgers. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. It's a, yeah. it's a bullpen game tonight against one of the Dodgers, like, you know, their third best star. I, I, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. You going to play it? I'm when it's too good to be true like that, does I, it make you like I, reticent yes, to play? Yes, it? it is. That's what I'm saying. What are we missing? Like, like don't I know. Someone who's looked into this deeper than we have. What what, what are we missing? Yes. Tell us. Uh, we'll come back. We'll do those NFL props that I promised. Head to heads, most receiving yards and most passing yards, player versus player. Just to give you an example, Baker Mayfield versus Sam Darnold. Minus one fifteen apiece. We could talk about that one alone for a while. Uh, we'll do that and more. Vicent's primetime action from the glorious South Point Hotel Casino. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Now's time to start planning your football contest strategy. The VEASAN Pro Football Guide is the perfect way to start that. Our VEASAN experts have won major football contests all around Vegas. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contests as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VEASAN NFL Guide today for only $19.99 or get VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And in case you missed it earlier, uh, primetime action announcement we are putting in. A uh, against the spread contest collective pool, the three of us. Let's roll. Yes. What are we going to name it? Primetime action? Might as well. Yeah, it has to be, right? So the masses know to be feared. <laughs> the Orioles have scored eight <laughs> runs now, guys. Here come the Orioles. Oh, man, I gave McGill 100 to 1. Ah. What are they, still five out? Five yeah, back? Still five runs <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at bat with the bases juiced and, and the Blue Jays down four. With one out in the bottom of the eighth, wouldn't this be one seismic what, swing of the bat? Too, what a matchup! Tony Larusa just looks perplexed. <laughs> Do you think he could get Manager of the Year? Tony Larusa. I, I. How come nobody talks about that award? No one bets on that. I don't know. I hope. I hope. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's not one that I don't think DraftKings has ever had listed either. Uh, getting back to the whole thing where we, we solicited tweets for, for fakes that, hey, why, why is this Dodgers line so muted? Before you read what you got, Matt, mm-hmm. I, got, I, I decided to go uh, to a text one of our experts, Jason Weingarten, who's a baseball savant. Uh, and I said, I said, I go, hey, Jason, why is the Dodgers line so low? And he texts me back, I don't know, because they suck, talking about the Padres. <laughs> he says, I don't get it either. Yeah. What so did is you that get? a bet for win tonight? Did you get? No, uh, we we I, did I, get someone tweet us. Um, uh, T. Parkey uh, tweeted us and said that the Padres are seven and one versus the Dodgers in the last eight, and that very well could be it. I mean, again, we know these markets are are made hey, by us, you know, made by everyone. You know, if that's what it is, uh, I got yep. news for you. That ain't that doesn't mean anything. I'm betting the Dodgers. <laughs> that's, that's all Kelly can take. So that's all I needed. That's I, all I can take. Yeah, I'm doing it. All right, these are interesting. Uh, these are NFL head-to-head props. So specifically, 
uh, NFL passing yard matchups, let's call them. Um, in fact, not only let's call them, that's what they're actually called. I'm not making that up. So let's start with the top here. Baker Mayfield versus Sam Darnold did the old tease before the break on this. Interesting. Baker Mayfield of the Browns. Big things expected. Sam Darnold of the Panthers. Not so big things expected. Both minus 115. That's interesting. And, of course, there's the whole, hey, will the Panthers be behind so much that Darnold will throw the ball around the yard? Makes it interesting. Season-long prop. Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins. You see Russell Wilson is a favorite. Uh, minus 130. Tannehill and Burrow, like with Mayfield and Darnold, minus 115s on each side. Stafford, a slight favorite over Josh Allen. Jared Goff, a massive favorite over Ryan Fitzpatrick. That has everything to do with the Lions. I expect it to be behind in all those these games, mm-hmm. including the Daniel Jones head-to-head right below that, where he's minus 165. Jalen Hurts is plus 120, and Jalen Hurts more of a ground game, I would imagine, to make that as lopsided as it is. And then Matt Ryan and Justin Herbert, good Lord, your guess is as good as mine on that one. Is there anything that jumps off the screen for you there, Mateo? Uh... There's the one Burrow and Tannehill is pretty interesting to me because, again, like while we do expect the Titans to pass more now that they have acquired Julio Jones, I don't think that there will be a cosmic shift in their philosophy. And so, and if we think that they're going to be pretty good, which I think we all agree that, you know, I don't think any of us think they're going to be terrible. I think we all think they'll be pretty good. So they should be playing with a lead in games. They should continue to try and utilize you know, what they've been doing over the last couple of seasons, and and they just they like to run the ball a ton. And so Burrow playing on a team that is probably going to be trailing in the vast majority of games that they play with all of those playmakers that he has at the receiver position, that, that one's pretty interesting to me. Again, the big question mark there is the whole health concern. Yeah. Kelly, one for you? Yeah, the, uh, that one stood out to me a bit. Josh Allen... I mean, I was going to say a dog, but I mean, he's minus 105, but still a dog to Matt Stafford. Like, do we think, I mean, I'm, I, I know we all love the Rams here this year, but is the, is the system going to allow Stafford to put up that big in numbers, Matt? Because I feel like, I don't, I don't think there's any reason to think Josh Allen's going to take a step back this year, right? No, but I think the Rams are going to, sling it and especially now with the running back situation that they've got and with stuff that's going on there like I think they're going to throw and throw a ton I think they'll do even more that kind of like throw as an extension of the run game thing where it's basically like even if it's just like a two-yard pass or something yeah like the things like that as a as a throw as the extension of the run game type deal um I got one yeah why is Kirk Cousins such a dog to Russell Wilson yeah that one I I mean don't get me wrong I think they're both they both should have huge passing years but the fact that he's that big of a dog stuck out to me too yeah like I mean especially with the 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 Pete Carroll philosophy of we must establish the run I mean, I guess it's it's that butting heads with the fact that the Vikings have Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook. Right, right. But, uh, I, I, listen, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is going to win this, but why is he plus but, 105? Right, I mean, but, but yeah. regardless of the running situations, you know both yeah. those guys are still going to throw the ball a ton. And Russell you know, Wilson like, minus 130. I mean, only the Goff and Jones ones are bigger favorites. I don't get that one. Don't really get that one. If I All right, let's, let's go down – Let's let's do a fun little exercise here. Okay. If we had if we had to bet every one of them, Ooh, like <laughs> it. I like okay. it. I like it. Which I like one would you take? Uh, I'm going Baker. Yeah, Baker for me. Baker. 
just it's just more of a look. It's a better team, a better offensive line, better you know, better skill position. But yeah. I mean, all all the way around. Factoring so. in price for the next one, I'm taking Kirk Cousins. I think if I'm getting plus money on Cousins, mm-hmm. I would also go. All right, so going there. price than Cousins. Yes, all of us on that one. Joe Burrow for the next. I'm one. taking Burrow I, again. I horrible team. Burrow, horrible defense. Should be trailing a ton. He. I, if he stays healthy, I keep saying that he could he could at least lead the league in attempts. I'm not might not equal yardage, but I think he could at least sniff leading the league in yardage as well. Because with all those weapons and a bad team and a bad defense, it should equal a a, a really good season for him numbers wise. Just just gross numbers. Next one, I'm going Josh Allen because he's the shorter price, and I've seen it from him, and I have not seen Matt Stafford do it with the Rams. Fair, fair. I'm going Allen. I'm going to go Stafford here. I like his – while Josh Allen's number one is certainly much, much, much better, I like the cast around Stafford better. So I would go Stafford here. Next one, I'm going Ryan Fitzpatrick just because the price on golf is dumb. Give me the plus 115. Give me Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas and Curtis Samuel – and Gibson out of the backfield over anything Jared Goff has. Give me Fitz Magic plus one fifty. I mean, this one and the next one are the ones I would not want to bet at all because, like, is there a chance? See, I would lay it with Daniel Jones, but I won't lay it with Jared Goff. See, it's just the opposite for me. Oh, I'd lay it with Goff. Interesting. And I'd play Hurts huh. at plus one twenty. See, I won't Hurts because Hurts will tuck it under a lot. And then I don't the know. Matt Ryan, Justin Herbert one, I mean, flip a coin. I have no idea. I what think that I'm was. with Matt. I think I'd go Goff and Hurts. The only thing with Goff is. I, no, I'd go Goff and Jones. The only I'd thing with Goff is, is there. I, I can't imagine you trade for this super expensive guy and also like, is there a chance he could, like, they get to week 13 and they're one and 12, whatever, one and 10 or one and 11, like, and they just let someone else play quarterback? I, I don't know. I mean, like, that's the only thing about that one, right? Why would you ever bet on Jared Goff in anything? Well, I, so I don't. Want, I don't want to touch that one because like, is yeah. it the same. At the same token, isn't there a, a chance something happens with Washington where you, you want to get a different quarterback in there? With I'd, I'd love to go head to head with you guys on that and watch you endure that for the whole oh, season. They, again, that would just be entertainment for again, me. Again, that one I think yeah. is the one I'd want to bet the least on this entire page. <laughs> Actually, hold on to this graphic and yeah. let's we'll, we'll, let's let's okay. update this yeah. throughout the course of the throughout the course of the season because this one's super super interesting. So yeah, I would. Go, I would go golf and then hurts, and I would go Fitzpatrick. And, and again, my only problem is, is I, I think, I'd go I golf think there's Jones. <laughs> there's definitely a non-zero chance that golf is that that team's so bad they get to like week twelve or week thirteen and just go. Someone else can play quarterback. By like, the way, Matt, Matt Ryan, Justin Herbert at the bottom. Do you have any idea who you would play on that one? I'd lean Matt Ryan, but flip a coin, right? Like, I would also lean. Matt Ryan by the slightest by the slightest yeah also for the same reasons when I was talking about with Burrow because I do believe with a bad defense that they're going to be trailing in a lot of games and that they're they're just gonna have to sling it all over the place I mean they don't have have any right to play running back anyway for that team so um yeah receiving yards I won't go through these all because there's too many to go one by one but is there one we'll throw these up on the screen at visa.com and the visa app because these are really good too starting with the cd lamb julio jones one where cd lamb is minus 135 to jones plus 105 but there's a whole bunch of combinations anything at a glance look juicy to you digs over tyree kill smith over waddle (laughs) 
Wow, that was quick. For sure. Diggs over Tyree Kelly says, and you say... Smith over Waddle for sure. Devontae he's, Smith he's, over Jalen Waddle. He's the unquestioned number one where... Waddle's going to have to deal home run hitter with, and he's going to have to deal. Will Fuller's going to be back in week two. He's only suspended for week one. So Will Fuller's coming back and then they still have Devontae Parker. So, I mean, like it's, it's there, there are mouths to feed in Miami and Devontae Smith is the for sure. Number one for Philly. Keenan Allen over Mike Evans. I was going to say Travis Kelsey over DK Metcalf is the one that I love on there. Give me Travis Kelsey all day long. If you can beat me, DK Metcalf, tip of the cap. But I'll take I'll take the steady Travis Kelsey with Mahomes all day long over I will. Russell Wilson hitting DK Metcalf much more sporadically. Yeah, well, I, I like the Ke- Keenan Allen over over Mike Evans just because Tampa Bay's got weapons, right? Like they got a lot of weapons that could be spread. That could, that ball could be spread around to. I, I think Keenan Allen could have a big year with San Diego with how much they're going to pass the ball too. How about Cooper Cup being a massive favorite over Odell Beckham say, Jr.? Look at the steam that yeah. Ceedee Lamb and Cooper Cup have like gotten on this. I mean, Cooper Cup minus one fifty against OBJ. Wow, just price alone, you'd take. Yeah. You'd have to take Odell. Yeah. All right. Pretty cool. Good good for DraftKings for putting I'd those I bet up. that Devontae Smith over Jalen Waddle, actually, if we had that here. If we had that. that here. Rushing tomorrow. As we conclude another. Oh, rushing tomorrow. I like it. We'll do the head-to-heads in rushing, Kelly says. So that means we'll do it. Uh, we'll go to Circa next. Tim Murray, Sean King, and Joy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.